Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 134 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to look back on the uh, big one down in Clonmel on um, Sunday night. It really was a fabulous night in Clonmel there. Of course, a lot of hard work went into making it happen. And um, we had a terrific final, of course, that was aired live on Racing Post Greyhound TV as well, which was um, certainly a big plus uh, for the stake itself. Um, it was won in a fantastic uh, style by Burgess Supreme a very popular winner indeed for Sheila Spillane and JJ uh, Finley the famous Burgess prefix um, a homebred of course son of Burgess Bucks and Burgess Dancer leading um, all the way to win in 28.52 now we're going to welcome JJ Finley to the podcast who I'm sure is still on a high after that famous win on Sunday night hello to you JJ and congratulations on um, what is sure to be I suppose was a win that will be talked about for many years to come. Good morning, Barry. How are things? Uh, thanks for having me this morning. We're still on cloud nine, as you can imagine. Um, it was a tremendous victory, um, something we've been trying to do for a long time, and uh, it was great to finally bag one on Sunday night. Yeah, without a doubt. And I suppose, look, you've had, you know, so many talented greyhounds, you know, top class greyhounds come through your hands over the year, over the years. Um, so finally to go on and, you know, win, win one of the, the big classics, um, you know, must have been kind of a dream come true. Yeah, without a doubt, a dream come true. Um, like, we were lucky to have some very nice dogs over the years. Um, you know, some very good dogs, you know, every bit as good as this this fell on Sunday night but for different reasons and bit of luck and injuries and stuff like that uh, it just never seemed to fall our way and uh, but we kept knocking on that door and a man once said to me if you keep knocking on that door one day it will open yeah, very, very wise words there. And look, obviously, look, we, we've spoken the podcast, you know, in, in, in previous times, the, the Burgess prefix, obviously well known um, within Greyhound circles. The, the Burgess prefix has been on the go for, for quite some time now, JJ. Oh, it's on the go for a long, long time. Um, my mother-in-law, Mrs. Spillane, is, is um, in her early 90s now. She's 93 years old. And uh, she got her first dog when she was eight years of age. And when she got married, the, her husband, John, they bought that piece of land over there outside Killa, and it's in the town's land of Burgess, and that's where the Burgess prefix came from. And uh, that was probably in the in the 1950s kind of thing. So it's on the go a long, long time. The, the prefix is there probably roughly 70 years. Wow, that's um, that's unbelievable, and I suppose it's kind of amazing the the way things happen because obviously Sheila would have been in the news over the course of the you know the last couple of months with her Hall of Fame award at the National Ground Awards in in Curraheen Park. So I suppose for for anyone in the country, you know, obviously Sheila is well known all over the country. But if anyone didn't know about Sheila, well, they, they certainly know about her over the course of the the last couple of months with that award. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, we were thrilled to, for, for Mrs. Plan to get that award. Uh, it was totally deserved, like, a lifetime in the game. And uh, she was she was over, she was absolutely delighted to get the award. And uh, it's just, 
it's funny how things work out. We didn't think a couple of weeks later that we'd be back in the news again for all the right reasons. Again, thanks for the God. Most definitely. And, um, you know, Burgess Supreme obviously started off his racing career down in Enniscorthy and, you know, he showed us all what he could do in the future champion in Michael Fortune Memorial and race competition. He, you know, he was showing blistering um, early speed and unfortunately in the final he just got picked up in the closing yards by Hacka Carlo, but it was a, a big run just going down by the shortest of margins which is always tough to take in a wonderful time of 28-87 so from an early stage obviously look he qualified well around Joel you knew he had a very good dog yeah we did we knew we knew from an early time that this fella this fella possessed very very good early pace and um, once we got stuck into him it was clear that you know that he had open class early pace so we said look he could go a bit and we said which We'd aim him for, for the Michael Fortune in Enniscorthy. We've had looking in Enniscorthy over the years when we went down there. We won that a good few years few years ago with a dog called Burgess Brandy. And um, so, like, he slipped through the competition there, got to the final, and he led everywhere, and he got mugged on the line by Davy Burksdog, the heck of Carla, who finishes like a train, and uh, beating, a, beating a short head or something like that in a very good time. So... Shall we say he came out of the stats we stake with his head held held high? Um, you know we knew we had a decent dog on our hands, and we freshened him up, and we said, look, we we'd have a shot off the projects with him. And as the fellow said, the rest is history now. But you know he done some very good rounds in in the in the projects, and it was clear from from the early rounds that his early pace that he was equal or if not better than most of the rest of them. Yeah, that's for sure. And um, I know, obviously, look, um, the National Project Stakes, of course, under no sponsorship this year with the um, Thatch Baron restaurant down there in County Kerry. But um, the event itself is is something, I suppose. You know, you I know you said it on RTPV, or sorry, RPG TV after it's something that you have, you know, great memories of heading along to um, all those years ago when you started heading off to the National Project Stakes. So it was something, of, obviously, that was on your radar for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I was always hoping I'd have a dog that that should be able to go and contest. Um and this it, it just it just happened that this was the year and like the project stakes is there it's there as long as I can remember and when I went looking in the, the the history books on Sunday night after getting home, I see it started in nineteen thirty nine or nineteen forty. Now, like that must be one of the oldest sweepstakes in Greyhound Racing going, like the old one of the oldest classics. And when you look back on the names that have won it, like all the household names of the, the top men that are there today, and to go back and see the likes of Matt O'Donnell and Jeremy Kenna and uh, Francie Murray and all these people, uh, like top, top Greyhound men. And like it is some thrill to be putting your name kind of beside them. It's fantastic. Yeah, it sure is. And of course, the the final itself, he was sent off at a big price. I don't think the price reflected his chances with his early speed. I think there was a lot of, you know, big SPs. Obviously, if you were um, sitting down at home watching Clanmel on, on Saturday night, there was huge value to be had because I know the, um, the I suppose, the industry, sure, the industry SP wasn't coming from the track. So they were obviously doing their, their own thing. Um, I would imagine that prices were coming from kind of Betfair exchanges and stuff like that. But um, anyway, 20 to 1 chance and um, to slip around in front and you know fly clear down the back straight um, JJ was uh, fairy tale stuff well, it was fairy tale stuff you know like uh, 
fair enough they didn't you know in the betting he wasn't given much of a chance now like obviously you know doggy people knew that he had the early pace and that and if if he, he he hit one one of his good nights and he and hit the lids and that's what happened and he he got away in front and you know there was a bit of wunching behind or whatever and he stole a nice lead and he held it to the line and uh, at the end of the day the dog on the lead he doesn't know anything about twenty to one or four to five and thanks for the god you know he he ran a very good race and I think on the night totally deserved to win it. Without a doubt, and look, he obviously definitely had the form because we spoke about Ennis Corty. That's a high class event and always a pointer to, to future competitions. So, um, obviously, look, uh, got the job done in great style, winning by two lengths in the end. Um, where are we most likely to see him next year, Joe? What's your plans? And he looks like a dog that, you know, will get stronger going forward. Yeah, we hope so. He's actually, he appears to be getting a bit stronger as it is. Like, you know, he's he's always looking for that 5-2-5 line at the moment. But I would be very confident that as, as he'll get a little bit older and fitter and stuff like that, that he will finish stronger. Um, the plan at the moment is that um, I'll probably give him a spin around Dundalk for the 400 power uh, one sprint there in, in a few weeks' time. And uh, we'll aim him that way. And, you know, we'll just see how it yeah, brilliant! It's not that. Yeah, it looks the the perfect target, and of course, even more special that um, you know, he had the sire the the great Burgess Bucks, um, you know, who's producing some really really um fast greyhounds, and of course the the damn Burgess dancer. So that was all the more special. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Like the dam I bought from John Cotter uh, a good few years ago. She was a belly mackets big bitch a lovely bitch in her own right she won a small final in Shelburne uh, she was a fairly fast animal and uh, we bought Burgess Bucks a Tullamore dog uh, who's now at Stud as we all know and uh, he's doing very well and he's starting you know he's after getting a lot of bitches and um, he's starting to make a, a name for himself and uh, he's you know he's got he'll work out a nice old cross for a lot of bitches kind of thing so we're thrilled thrilled now that 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 shall we say the Burgess prefix is on both sides it's not something that happens too often and and you know it's lovely to see it kind of thing and just well have I just want to to uh, have a chance I just wanted to thank the sponsors of the project stakes uh, as far as I know they're they're new new to the project stakes I think it was their first year and uh, I want to thank them very much because in the year that it's hard to get sponsors it's fan- fantastic to see people stepping forward and putting their name to, to big sweepstakes like that and, to, and also to thank everybody in Clanmel it was a tremendous night with a fantastic crowd there and the place was looking beautiful and they just couldn't do enough for us on the night and it was one of those nights that you know we'll never forget it like yeah, fair, fair play. Well, very well said there. Of course, uh, great sponsorship, and of course, you know, um, you know, unbelievable work going on in Clonmel as well over the course of the last couple of years. And um, JJ, obviously, look, we've all seen the, the wonderful pictures that have appeared on on Talking Dogs with uh, Burgess Supreme and yourself, and I suppose Tommy Daly, of course, who's been a, a great friend and a great helper over the years. And Margaret Coyley, a lovely picture with Mrs. Spillane, and she looked um, very happy. So no doubt she got a, a great kick out of the success as well. Ah, uh, she, she did, yeah. It was a fantastic lift for her, you know. Uh, the nurse was down in the home where she is outside, Joel told me on Monday evening when I got down there that she was waiting all day. And uh, obviously I took down the dog and trophy and all that. And it gave her a fantastic lift. And, uh, you know, 
I'm I'm lucky here. I've I've a lot of people that I can call on. You know, Tommy Daly, my right hand man. You know, Brian Mackey, my uh, technical director, and you know, Ken Bustine, Busteed, and many more. I can just catch up the phone and let's you know we're going to such a place or those dogs gone X, Y, and Z. Will you go there and will you go there? And, you know, maybe dogs for a trial or dogs to the vet. Um, you know, I've lads that will step up straight away and just help out. And they're all doing it as volunteers, as friends, and they just love the game of ground racing. Yeah, I suppose, look, it's fantastic to be surrounded with, you know, so many, as you said, great people there and great friends and stuff like that. And we have to talk about the, the big night in y'all um, on, on Wednesday night. Um, JJ, it was great to have Mrs. Spillane in, in attendance. She was happy out sitting down with her race card. And I know when the race card fell fell off the table, she wanted that race card put back up as fast as, fast as, you, fast as it could be put back up. So she's obviously still so passionate about the sport that she's loved over the course of the last uh, couple of decades but as I said it really was a wonderful occasion we've already shared some of the pictures across social media and um, you know they've proved a, a real hit so it was a, a great night in y'all uh, and on Wednesday night JJ uh, It was fantastic yeah it was It was great to see it. all the old friends and people that maybe weren't out for a good while were, were in attendance last night and uh, it was fantastic and, and Sheila got she got a tremendous kick out of it to see all her old friends and it was fantastic, you know, Finbar Coleman, Don Massup and and many, many more. Bertie Lupton obviously is a fixture there. But uh it was, it was great to see everybody out and it was a lovely night and there was a great atmosphere and uh it's it's just you know it's it's to be celebrated among your friends and your local people and the track that you go to every week and the people you meet every week. Obviously, that that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it sure is looking. I was talking to Tony Barry, actually, and, and then, and like, they informed me that they won it 30 years ago, the Project Stakes. Whoa. And, like, I, I'm not sure. I think maybe John O'Connor might won it as well. Yeah, he definitely did, yeah. Yeah, he did, I think. And, you know... It's nice to put the name now to the trophy uh, after people like that that are, you know, legends of the game all their life as well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, funny enough there, you, you, you mentioned Tony. Of course, Tony was on the phone to me um, yesterday, of course, um, you know, find, trying to find out what time Sheila and JJ were coming in with the dog. They wanted to come in. And, you know, obviously the Ryan Crew prefix was a, another great prefix. And, you know, they've, they've had some great dogs over the years. And as you said, look, great to see all the old timers. A lot of people came into the track last night that hadn't been maybe there for quite some time or hadn't had a runner, but they wanted to be there for that special occasion. Yeah, yeah, there were, it was great to see to see all those those old heads back around the place again, and they all seemed to be in great form. And it was obvious that the, the they were as delighted for us winning as we were ourselves. And it, it was just it was a lovely night down there. And you know, to thank everybody, thank Johnny McGrath and the management and the All Track and the All Track Supporters Club for putting everything together. It was a very special night. Yeah. And if I could just give one mention to him and. Uh, he actually rang me yesterday, and I know he that he definitely would have been there. He's Michael O'Callaghan. He's a good a good man supporting the All Track for years, and his wife got a got a knockout yesterday morning, and she's in hospital now at the moment. And he wasn't. He rang me to say he couldn't make it, and I just want to wish Mick all the best and his wife. Please God, will have a speedy recovery. 
Great stuff, JJ. And of course, look, you're you're a big part of the the All Track Supporters Club. Obviously, a, a club that have been doing Trojan work, Trojan work every year now, uh, for for a long number of years. Hopefully, uh, many more years to come. Coming into a, a busy time now with the uh, free admission up and running. Of course, kids just on holidays now, so we'll be expecting um, you know a, a good summer season there once again. And the track looking so beautiful as well. Everyone, you know, admiring the great work that has been done over the course of the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Like, um, we're into that time of the year now when we'll get the holiday makers back in the gate and the supporters club yet again are sponsoring the free gates for, for from here until, until the near the end of August. And like it was a few weeks ago, we kind of, the supporters club and all, all the other helpers uh, got together and we said we do a few nights a week, uh, give the place a bit of a touch-up and a bit of a summer clean-up for the patrons and the new faces that will come through the styles. And as a result, there have been fantastic work done. And, like, where would you get a track that could... I think on several nights there, we had 50 people, and, and more than 50 people some nights, all volunteering of their own free time to come down and help to tidy a place up and, and get it ready for the long summer ahead. I don't think you'd see it anywhere in the country. It's it's a unique track and please God that uh, that will race away for a good bit more. Yeah, exactly. And of course, look, obviously, look, you touched on, you know, all the great people involved in the track. So many people so passionate about Greyhound supporter or the, the Greyhound sport itself. And they're the people we kind of, they're the people that we definitely need in the sport. And we need to keep, you know, good tracks going and good people involved. Yeah, listen, these are the grassroots people of Greyhound Racing. Like, without the grassroots, you have nobody. You know, like, you need these tracks. Like, it's fantastic. Like, everyone knows Shelburne Park is like the Croke Park of, of hurling for ground racing. Everyone wants to get there and to get to some of the bigger tracks. But without the smaller tracks, there will be no dogs running to these bigger tracks because we're the feeder tracks. We're feeding dogs on to the bigger stakes, people selling dogs on, moving them on. Like, it's, it's, it's like the wheel. And, like, if one part of the wheel falls down, you're in trouble. And, like, all these small tracks are needed to help the whole, the whole thing keep going. And, you know, it's very important that, that the show stays on the road. And, you know, there's a lot of very good dogs after coming out of, out of Yall over all the years. And they've gone on to win, to win top things, English derbies, Irish derbies, you name it. And we are just hoping that, that we get the chance to continue, continue to do things like that. Yeah, that's exactly it, JJ. And finally, before we finish up, um, you know, things at Curraheen Park have been going unbelievably well in recent months. And, uh, of course, you've great sponsorship there with the Shelley Fenley Memorial Open Bitch Stake. And uh, it's back on um, Saturday night, of course, and um, some stunning performers involved um, in that event. So that's going to be a great event over the course of the next couple of weeks. And uh, as I said, fantastic sponsorship, 5,000 euros to the winner. And um, I know um, there'll be one or two Burgess Greyhounds in that event as well. Yeah, yeah, it's starting now on Saturday night and um, it looks a very strong competition this year. There's, there's a lot of household names in there. I have a couple of bitches in there myself now, but uh, I don't think they'll be able for some of the stuff that's in there, but I'm just happy to have a couple of runners that can run in the competition. Like the, There is great things happening in Corrine Park over the last 
probably five or six months and the uh, new supporters club are up and running up there they're doing fantastic work there's great lads up there putting their shoulder to the wheel you've David Harrington heading up that there you've the likes of Tony Winters JBM all these good men that are doing a lot of work and does great sponsorship and the quality of racing is fantastic there now on the Saturday nights and uh, look it's great to see it. We all want to see tracks doing well. And Corrine Park is our neighbour on track, our closest neighbour. And both tracks get on fantastic. And I think, you know, fair play to them up there. Things are going brilliant. Yeah, well, look, that's a good way to end it, um, JJ. Look, as always, it's been um, fabulous speaking with you. And, uh, you know, as I said, so many people all over the country uh, were so happy for yourself and Sheila Spillane. Definitely a very, very popular winner indeed. And um, as I said, it was great to catch up with you in the podcast. And let's hope we're talking again soon, maybe after another classic success. Thanks, Barry. I hope it won't be as long as the first one. <laughs> talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.